You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and today I'm with another Tarba alum, Tarba High School alum, and a guy who's from Tarba, North Carolina. I call him TJ McGuire, but some of you may call him as Nove, the artist. <laughs> so, man, TJ, how you doing? Or should I say Nove, whichever one you want me to say. Uh, whatever you're comfortable with, man. I go by both uh, aliases, you know, by, by different people. So if you call me TJ, you know, it's a longer... Uh, stream of history with that name, you know. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, man. It's good to have you here. And by the way, guys, for the people who are listening, the music, the intro, the outro, it's all done by Voila. Yeah. <laughs> right here himself. He's the one who created the music. He's the one who's done it. So um I'm truly honored for you to, to give me that that inspiring music to get me started before I go in. You know, it has me pumped up. It makes me feel like I'm in the locker room or something. I don't know what it is. It, it gives me a whole different mindset when I go into it. So That's what's up, bro. It's definitely genuinely appreciated. So with that being said, um, so, Nove, no um, let's, let's talk about your football career before we can get into all the other good stuff of the music and what you're doing. Okay. Um, let's talk about the football career, man, that, high school and growing up like did you play all growing up through the wreck and all that stuff or like that's all you knew you was a child so what was football like as a child to you um as a child you know it was a lot of um backyard football of course you know yeah. and um you know my family was, was from scotland next so we we relocated to tarboro the rural area when mm -hmm. i was in the third grade and then um i spent um just a lot of time, you know, play, uh, playing backyard football. My neighbors were um, pretty good in football as well. They attended North Edgecombe. Um, mm -hmm. My neighbors, uh, Adonis Gray and Sawanti Kearney. So they were, like, very, very good at, you know, the skill of football. And, um, you know, I went to Phillips Middle School. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I never I never played uh, little league football. I never played Pop Warner or anything like that. So um, my first – uh, go at organized football was at Phillips Middle School in the, in the seventh grade, and I, I started as a seventh grader, and um, I played tight end. And uh, the last game of the season, uh, Coach Danny Ward decided to run a tight end reverse, so they handed me the ball and let me run the ball. You know, uh oh, and, uh, how did that go? How did that go? <laughs> it went pretty good, man. I okay. just made some some moves that I didn't think I don't think they knew I had. You know what I'm saying? So I, I picked up a lot of yardage on, on that one play. And um, but following that that season, uh -huh. uh, Edgecombe County Schools rezoned the area, which uh, allowed us to decide if we wanted to go to uh, the city schools, which is Martin Middle, or continue to go to Phillips, which was a long drive from my home. 
Right. So um, with us living closer to Tarboro and uh, my older brother going to Tarboro High, um, I decided to, uh, you know, transfer over and go to Martin Middle along with uh, my neighbor, Al Williams. Um, so we, you know, we made that transition, man. We came over to Martin Middle, C.B. Martin Viking, came a Viking, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was so, pretty cool. Go ahead, go ahead. But, you know, even at Martin Middle, I played tight end. And then I got a chance to play um, play running back, you know, fullback. And um, from then on up until high school, man, that's the position that I played, you know. So, um, you know, I, I didn't really know the system of, you know, hiding the ball, how to take the handoff. So, um, Milton, Milton Cherry Sweet Pea uh, <laughs> was the one who uh, taught me how to, um, you know, take the handoff, you know, the taller handoff. Yeah, and because uh, I used to attend the practices because my brother played. So um, with me knowing that, man, that made it an easy transition. You know what I'm saying? So uh, on up to Tarboro High, man, it was you know easy selling. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with that being said, we'd like to um this episode is sponsored by Brandy's North Carolina. Have you tried Brandy's food truck based out of Eastern North Carolina? These truckers have it all: homemade dough and sauce, pizza, stramboli, cheese steak, chicken subs, and more. They cater anything from birthday parties to office parties, weddings, and family dinners. Check out their website, brandysnc.com, brandysnc.com. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND when you go to their truck, their food truck especially. And also follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Great, great group of people, great food. You know, so uh, with that being said, I know you said earlier, you know, playing running back or, or fullback at Tarba High. So what? when was the moment when you was playing tight end, they just said, hey, I'm going to move TJ to running back? Um, At Martin Middle or at, at Tarba High? Take me through that day. I mean, Martin Middle first. But I don't know if you play. So you play tight end at Tarba High and Martin Middle? Yeah. So when I came when I came to Martin Middle, um, I you know, I let Coach know that, you know, I started as a, a seventh grader at Phillips. Uh, as a tight end, so that Bo Robinson was a coach. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <bro. laughs> so um, Bo Robinson said, "All right, we're gonna put you at tight end." And um, of course, I think I played behind somebody at the time, and I was behind two other running backs at Martin Middle in the eighth grade. And I think it was uh, Irvin Battle and Brian Pierce were in front of me. Um, and I think I don't know what happened with. I think Irving couldn't play or something with his health. And then it was up to me and Brian Pierce to, um, you know, you know, uh, I guess battle it out for that uh, running back position. So I think I asked coach to try me at running back, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or somebody's gave him the idea, but anyway, he put me at running back, man, in practice, tried me out. And it was like, all right, you, you know, you, you can do a little something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, the first time, you know, he put me in a game. I'm not sure what game it was, but, man, the first time he gave me the ball, I, we may have been playing West Edge phone, and uh, he gave me the ball, man, straight buck right or straight buck left. <laughs> it was touchdown, man. It, you know, Up the middle. If yeah. you don't know, that's where he, where he was running, if you was for the viewers that are listening to this across the country or the world, that's a – up the middle, beside the center play. Now, I know I ain't going to yep. be telling the other plays, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what it is. Crowd out. Somebody be getting mad. They be furious. But, like, the, the, the offense that we run in Tarboro is a tradition that's been around forever. Everybody's granddad has probably ran the same offense. So, it's like it's the same offense. You know, most offense have evolved over years in time. 
the offense is pretty much the same. Yeah. It ain't gonna be too many shotguns. It ain't gonna be no four wides all game. That ain't that ain't talking football. It's gonna be running. Trust and believe. It's gonna be running the football. <laughs> Up those gaps. But go ahead, TJ. Yeah, man. It was, it was it was after that play, man. I stayed at running back, man, and we went. Um, man, had a pretty good season that year, man. Scored a lot. Scored a lot of touchdowns. Um, you know, uh, of course, you know every running back got to give credit to the to the offensive line. Yeah, um, so, you know, but it was a, it was, a, it, I just needed one good block, and that was the center pushing, opening up the, the center and the guard, right? Or the center yeah. Of the no. And yeah, up, yeah. Once I got past the line of scrimmage, man, it was you know, it was about you know making it to the touchdown, but you know, um, from there coming on up to uh, Tarbra uh, Tarbra High, I continued to play the same position, which was um, fullback. And I was a small fullback, but I stayed in the weight room. Uh, I loved the weight room. And at the time, Coach McFern was in in, in charge of – he was over the um, strength and conditioning program at Charles. Oh, boy. How many years he stayed? That was the one who hit one year he was gone? Or? It might have been one or two years. Okay. okay. But, um, he, he, I think he's who uh, – I think he's who brought Coach Shot and Coach Craddock. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, Co- Coach McFern, he would um, – man, it would be some days he would come get me from the middle school, man, to come out to the um, – to the high school to work out, man. Um, or just encourage me, like, you know, you're coming over next year. We need you to, um, you know, be in the weight room. So I stayed in that weight room, man. I loved it, man. I got almost – I think I just got addicted to lifting weights, man. It felt good, you know what I'm right. saying? And then I could, I could tell the difference um, from when I didn't really lift weights you know, as to when I, I lifted a lot of weights, you know. So, um, yeah, man, came over to Martin uh, – came over to Tarver High, and then we had an uh, – you know, Martin Middle, we were undefeated. Right. Uh, freshman year, Tarver High, we were undefeated. Uh, I think my ju- uh, sophomore year, we were undefeated. I didn't lose a football game until my junior year in um, in, in high school. She, who was a, who else was in the backfield with you? You didn't lose a game until high school, so you didn't until varsity. You said varsity, your junior year, right? Yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't lose varsity. a game until varsity. Yeah. Um, um, who was in the backfield? Me, Derek Black, mm. uh, Daryl Cooper. Um, mm. Mark, uh, Marquise, let me see, um, Bridges. No, not Marquise Bridges. Nope. Nah, I forget who else was in the backfield. A JV, I know it was me and Derek Black. And then Derek got pulled up to, um, to right. Varsity. But it was me, Daryl Cooper, for sure. And what? Yeah, Vont- no, it wasn't Vontrell. Man, it's been so long ago, man. You know, I know, I know. We're we, we, we going to let that, uh, that one slide. With that being said, we're going to talk about thanks to my, another sponsor, Dashika Barrett. Hey, I need a favor. Who do you know buying realty or selling real estate right now? Have them call her. She can really help. And yeah, it doesn't matter. What state you're in, that realtor helping with credit restoration on the path to buying your dream home. The one-stop shop. Call Dashika Realty at 317-566-4314. 317-566-4314. Give the promo code raw mind. Yeah, I said it again. The promo code is raw mind. Now, since we're gonna try not to take you back so you won't be remembering everything, because you know you're you're a young Brussels sprout. So with that, <laughs> <laughs> so high school junior year, you know, um, let's talk about the story. Eventually you guys went to state championship and, and lost to a tough she- a Shelby team. So Tell me those two years on varsity, what it was like, and were you the official starter once you became a junior as at the fullback position? All right, so my junior year, I played behind um, Waylon Davis and also Gary Sessoms um, played fullback as well. Mm. And, and me and both Waylon, we were both small fullbacks, you know. Um, 
So we did go pretty far my junior year, um, you know, in the, in the playoffs, but we lost. But, um, I mean, I played behind Waylon, and, you know, I was so anxious to get in, man, whenever I got into the game. I, I tried to make sure I had an impact on the game. So I scored, I scored a, few, a few good times. Uh, um, I scored, I scored, I did pretty good my junior year. Um, collectively, man, I couldn't have done it without, I couldn't have done it without the other backs because we had very good backs. So no one could kill right, right. one, you know. So it was with, with the help of other backs, Derek Black, um, uh, the line, man, our line was amazing, bro. And then um, my senior year, I got to start, you know, of course I had to start in position my senior year. Um, but the beginning of the, the beginning of my senior year, man, I, I ended up, um, I think I ended up hurting my finger or something like that. I thought it was, I don't know if it was broken or, gen but anyway, it was not going to stop me from finally having my opportunity to, you know what I'm saying? To, to be where you rightfully yeah. deserve to be on your throne. Got yeah. you. <laughs> so, uh, we had a very, very, very good year, man. Um, we ran multiple offenses. We had Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, hold the, on. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about that. We had, the, we had, of course, you know, we had the traditional T backfield. Yeah. Um, then we had the power eye. We had the stack eye formation. And um, I think Coach at that time had input the, um, the uh, what is it called? I think it was, an, it was an offense we learned from Elon College. But it was like we ran up the option a, a lot that year um, into it, you know, in addition of, you know, running the, uh, the T formation. But, um, Man, it's just I don't know what happened that year, man. I just I just took off that year, man. I had a lot of yardage that year. Uh, we had, a, like I said, we had a, a a big line, man. We had some healthy guys on that line. We had Isaac, we had uh, Gerald Perry, uh, mm. Al Williams, Big Ken, um, had Tremaine, had That's two big in, Mookie. Um, man, we had a great we had a great year that year. Um, then Derek back, we were like a double threat. We were more like a triple threat because uh, you know Travis could throw the ball, mm -hmm. also run the ball. Um, myself, of course, I, I did my thing. And then Derek Black, he was he was awesome at what he does. You know, he's you know awesome speed. You had um, Javon Howell, you had One Trail, Jermaine Riggs. It was a lot, it was a lot of us, man. So, I mean, we always keep a stack of backs, man. We keep a lot of running backs. Right, that's always been a tradition. Right, right, yeah, it man. is. Yeah, man. <laughs> But we lost one game that year. I think we lost maybe one game, one or two games that year. But the one game that really, really uh, did it to us was when we, we lost to Farmer Central. And I think it was a three-way tie for um, for the, the conference champions. So there was a great possibility of us maybe not making the playoffs because mm. of the tie. You know, so because Farmville Central beat us. Um, North Pitt beat Farmer Central. And then we ended up beating North Pitt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So there was a th like a three-way tie. Somehow we got in, and we didn't look back, man. We didn't look back. Um, Blessing in disguise, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. I had some great games. I had like two, two 300-yard games that year. Um, I ended the season with uh, uh, 17 shot, 2,000 yards. Uh, it's a pretty good year, and I got a scholarship off of the, uh, the performance of that year, too, so. As the COVID-19 variant continues to spread across the United States and the world, did you know that once a virus, bacteria, or fungi is re-entered into a space that may have been clean, that space is no longer clean and sanitized, and it's possibly not safe to be there. That's why Active Pure 
which is NASA-developed technology. FDA-compliant, military, and CDC lab-tested is proven and certified in leading the fight against SARS, COVID viruses, and other bacteria and fungi 24-7. They're helping schools, organizations, churches, businesses large and small, and governments reopen and expand and save money by not having to continually spray and wipe down services, resulting in revenue savings. For more information or a demo, contact your Active Pure local distributor at 689-222-8900. That's 689-222-8900. Active Pure has units for automobiles and for pet lovers to remove odors. And if you're looking to earn some extra money, become a distributor. Contact your Active Pure local distributor at 689-222-8900. That's 689-222-8900. Um, nice. Here, man. All the way to Chapel Hill. You know, when we you know, we took an L when we got to Chapel Hill, and that was uh heartbreaking, bro. I yeah. remember that night. I was there. I think I I rode with your daddy, matter of fact. I think oh, I was right. on the I was on the I was on the call with your daddy. I rode with your daddy that night and um we got back. <laughs> man, I got back late that night. I was in the sixth grade, I still remember it. Man, I got back around about two o'clock, three o'clock, I think that night, or it probably might have been a little bit later, but it felt like yeah. I ain't getting no sleep that next morning. But I was still there. <laughs> You know, cold yeah. still other sound like man, I didn't came all the way up here. I gotta go to yeah, school man. tomorrow. <laughs> man, it was a long time. We had to be there though, man. We had to be there, man. Yeah, that year that was a wonderful year, man, because we played football the entire fall semester, all the way up into December, bro. Like through Thanksgiving, through I mean, we had a game every week from August until we got, you know, from we got into school to December games mm. every week man it was it was it was it was a wonderful wonderful journey you know i hate that we uh lost that game but it taught us a lot you know what i'm saying about it taught me a lot i know i can say that it taught me a lot about finishing the deal you know what i'm saying like and it's been it's been many times i ain't say many it's been a few times in my life why you know opportunity has been presented to me and i haven't you know finished the deal but you know i i, I if you know i really really um, reiterate that to my children about finishing it through. Anything I finish, I, I want to, you know, anything I start, I want to finish. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when we went to Chapel Hill, man, those were some big guys, man. And they had been there the year before, so they were experienced. Yeah. Um, one thing that, um, one thing that I was disappointed in is that I wasn't prepared because I had detachable cleats. And we were playing at Carolina. And the field wasn't like the Tarpa High field, any field I ever played on. So it was slippery, man. My cleats weren't long enough. And we were falling, slipping, and it was all type of <laughs> malfunctions going on, man. So <laughs> the big league, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, it's, it's not, it wasn't turf, man, but it just felt like it was just a different type of uh, uh, playing field. So yeah. at the time, we changed our cleats and we tried to, we tried to catch up, man, but I mean, those guys kept kept going, man. It wasn't any stopping them. The experience is the best teacher, and they had experience probably on their field the year before, or one of those fields close to similar to that turf. So they kind of had a feel. So with that being said, I know football and sports taught you a lot. I know you end up going to Winston State, and it taught you a lot. Football, I think, sports can actually teach you things outside of sports. Like it, it could give you that that motivation or that simple logic to life like hey this is even if you don't play sports this is how you got to prepare for everything in life and with that being said now you have a have a, quite a few albums out and 
Are you looking for abstract fluid art or resin art like no other? How about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hypoallergenic products? Well, look no further than uniquely designed. We design and create all our products with you in mind. We are a metaphysical art business. Our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings, resin art, chess boards, Hamsa hand, incense holders, Oregon, pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women. Not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from it can be used from head to toe, both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener, body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's and children's went order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D-Z-I-G-N-E-D at gmail.com. And also follow Uniquely Design on IG, Instagram. And use the promo code RAWMIND and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. And you're a music, I don't know how to say it, you're an artist. That's the, that's the word. I'm about to say music celebrity, which you are. <laughs> but raw thoughts, you know me, raw thoughts. I'm, I, you know, I know my lane. So I'm going to let you describe all that. So like, tell me how did the music game start for you? Like, how did you become an artist and what decided for you to say, hey, look, I'm going to be an artist and start putting out music that's going to, send messages or lessons to the world um you know as a kid and i don't want to make this story too long and drawn out but as a kid my brother i had an older brother who was uh i don't i want i don't know if i should say infatuated by run dmc but during that era oh um <laughs> you know run dmc fat boys jungle brothers big daddy king eric b rakim a lot of those artists that. like that yeah, it came out back then, and um, it was just something different. I had never seen that before, and um, I got exposed to that at a very, very, very early age. Um, uh, we lived in the country, so uh, my brother and his friends we had they had like we man we lived so deep in the country we had they had we had a well, you know. Oh man! <laughs> and um, that's where I learned about reverb. I don't know if you know what reverb reverb is, but it's like that that sound you hear when you uh like an echo type sound when you're in the shower or you know what I'm saying in the locker room. It's like that reverb. These guys would go to the well and have like a little tape recorder and they would rap and they would give them that reverb echo. You know what I'm saying? I was a kid, you know, so um, I would play with this little recorder and I would love it, man, because I could hear myself. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, all throughout that, that time, I loved hip-hop. Um, in middle school, I had a, a buddy named Jamal Farah. And um, in Princeville, we would always uh, um, videotape all the hip-hop, you know, yo MTV rap. So that was always like a passion of mine. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I studied it. Um, one of my favorite rappers was um, Nas. Um, and um, 
through high school, it was it was more like a hidden gem of mine. Like no one really knew how passionate I was really about music mm. uh, and creating music. They knew that I consumed a lot of hip hop, but uh, my love for it and creating it, it was like something that I held more like a secret thing. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, my parents bought me a karaoke machine and I learned how to dub tapes and record and stuff uh. like that. Yeah, man. We um we record little tapes and stuff like that. And I wouldn't let anybody hear it because, you know, it was just it was just a passion, just a hobby. And um when I uh went to school at Winston Salem State, unfortunately I found out um that uh, I had the red shirt that year. And with me red shirt and I mean, many people know what redshirting is. You can practice with the team, but you can't play in the game. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't play in the games. So, um, with that being said, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom giving all that effort and energy to it. And mm -hmm. I don't suggest anybody else do this. But it was just that I had another. I had something else on my on my on my plateau. Something else that I that I had, could give my attention to, which was was music. Uh, so it kind of gave I, so, you that distraction, that peace, that. They kind of kept you from even thinking about like I'm I'm still being redshirted although I can't help it, but I'm still being redshirted. Let me go here, so maybe this will keep me calm. Be my medicine, right. antidote. Right, right, because because football requires so much time, and I commend I commend all the athletes that go to school and they focus because you have two of their practices. Mm. You got uh, weightlifting in the morning sometimes. You got sometimes weightlifting in the afternoon or the evening, and then you got study hall, and then. You have curfew, and that, and that requires a, a lot of dedication and, and commitment. And, that, and at that time, I wasn't willing to do that. So mm -hmm. I told the coach that I would, uh, I would sit out and then just come back in the spring. But what happened was I, I started meeting other, other guys, um, other uh, students that were involved in music as well in the dorm. So um, once I discovered this beat program, which was FL Studio, which I this episode today is brought to you by Casey King, is a residential hygienist that has a product that she uses herself and recommends to her patients daily. It is a whitening toothpaste that contains no bleach or peroxide, so it won't make your teeth sensitive like other whitening products. It's also more affordable than white strips and prescription bleaching products. Safe use for teens with braces and kids. Ages two plus. Just replace regular toothpaste and brush two times a day like usual. There is no extra steps or messy trays involved. You already brushing anyway. Why not have a pain-free white smile while you're at it? Contact Casey King, registered dental hygienist on Facebook, and mention this podcast for a 10% discount. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. A 10% discount on this product by using the promo code RAWMIND. And check out other health and beauty products on our Facebook VIP page, Casey's Bright Smiles, and more. Allowed me to make my own beats. And then uh, I discovered uh, a Cool Edit Pro from a, a fellow uh, Ram, a guy who went to school with us. Uh, man, that was it, man. Music was, you know, music was the thing because that year, I think it was my freshman year. I continued to do music, continued to do music. I started meeting up with all the people who love music. So I gravitated to that crowd. And then my sophomore year, with me not going to play football, um, I met a producer in the dorm. And at that time, he wasn't, he wasn't um, 
well known as everybody mm-hmm. knows him today. His name was um, um Patrick Douthit, who is Ninth Wonder. He's from ah, Winston-Salem. I got you. All right, so it all came full circle because my favorite rapper was Nas, and then he had produced a uh, remix of one of Nas's albums called Godson. So he produced that album with all the acapellas, and he put all his beats to to Nas. Um, uh, God Godson, he called it God Stepson. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, and he also had a group at um, Central called Little, Little Brother. You know what I'm saying? But um, during that time when I met him in the dorm, man, he came into the dorm. It was me and a guy named Chris who goes by the name Crisis. He's produced for a lot of people in the industry. So we would go to, I would go in Chris' room and we would just make beats. And I, I introduced him to the, to the. So you trying to tell me all these celebrities are from Winston Salem? Like I didn't even know Night One. I ain't even wrote because I had to get out for. I forget. No, so Night One that went from Winston Salem to now, people probably know him from Central, but really don't even know. They probably do know, like, he, he from Winston. He's oh, just okay. another guy from Winston. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'm learning yeah. some stuff here. I'm learning myself. I, I'm the student. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I met Ninth, I met ninth in the um, Brown Hall, you know what I'm saying? And at that time, I don't know how him and Chris got linked up together, mm-hmm. but um, Chris was from Durham, and Chris, we were cool. We li- it was on the fifth, I think it was on the fifth floor. It was like fifth floor, you know what I'm saying? And I gave Chris... Um, I gave Chris FL Studio, and Chris started making beats on FL Studio, and his beats was dope, man. I mean, like his beats was way better than mine. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a natural gift to make beats. Uh. And um, one day we came into Chris's dorm, I mean, his into his dorm room, and when this tall guy in there, and his name was Pat, and he had like a big old CD book. Of like CDs, just CDs after CDs after CDs, and it all had nothing but beats on them, yo. Like, man, it was like I was in heaven. I was like, yo, like he just kept playing beats and kept playing beats, and I just kept freestyling for him, rapping for him. But um, we lost touch um, after that day, but we soon uh, reconnected, and that's when I actually got signed to his uh, production company that was called uh, It's a Wonderful World. Wow. Yeah. So now, like, the songs that you have, like, you know, I know a lot of artists have songs with meanings. Like, I know some of your songs have some meaning because of things like you went through from mentally and things that kind of hit you, like, here today, you know, maybe raw thoughts, like, like gone tomorrow. So I know some of your songs have a purpose. I know some of your songs I think have from, I don't know if you was married or ex-girlfriend or something, end up, something happened. Mm-hmm. That's what you could talk about. And yeah. I think one of those songs have that. And then, you know, the most interesting song people gonna probably look at it when i hear it when i say this when i say this they're gonna say <clears throat> hold on wait a minute huh what <laughs> and the song is called you're in love with two women this episode is sponsored today by call first class life insurance where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family we offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. Oh, the album is called Being in Love with Two with Women. So, yeah, yeah you definitely have to talk about that. So, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, man. Um, and you know, you know how controversy sometimes, you know, it definitely gets attention right. in, in, in right. the entertainment right. industry. Right. It's like, it's like good, 
good news and bad news is still news and controversy right. sales. So I, I knew the title would get people's attention, you know. Intentional, because right. you know on purpose, like people go, oh, oh wait a minute. But yeah. it's something good, you know. <laughs> not saying no people don't look at that good. That's that's cool. But you know, I get it, like it's just certain things that make you just turn your head. Turn yeah. your head. You know, so that would oh, love too. Wait, 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 what TJ talking yeah. about? What no, yeah. what no we're talking about. Yeah. What they talking about, you know, so, but go ahead, like, tell us, like, how did that come up and what made you create that? And also, I guess, tell a couple of your songs before we um get out the okay. show, like, and kind of tell what you, go All ahead. All right, so, um, <laughs> I, I, my first song ever that really, um, I think what, what some people would say, my first song mm -hmm. that got some attention was a song that I, I was in a group called The Allies, and that song consisted of me and another artist named um, Remo. And um, Rhapsody, who is, I don't know if many Rhapsody people from Wisconsin State, too? Well, she's from Kinston, you know what I'm saying? But um, she, at the time, you know, she, you know, of course, she signed with Ninth, with Rock Nation right now. And that song just was like the, uh, it was like a pillar of my uh, career, man, because like, yo, it's me and a super producer, you know, who's with Rock Nation. Then you got uh, uh, a Remo who's worked with, like, some of the biggest names in the game, David mm -hmm. Banner, uh, Ray Kwan. Um, and then you got Rhapsody, who's, like, the most prolific lyricist that's, you know, out right now. You know, and not not, that, not even going to say that, say that just because she's a, uh, a woman, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she out-raps a lot of people. So to have that in my resume is amazing. So um, to go from there, I was a part of a group called uh, The Allies, and I was also part of a rap group called All the Above. And mm. then when my initial project... You around! <laughs> <laughs> she done named a bunch of groups out here on Raw Mind Sports. You, yeah. you been, you been, you been connected, affiliated. Oh, boy, you been around. You ain't just been, um, you know, yeah, I guess yeah. off the map. You been, you been on the map in different places. And I, yeah. I ain't talking about just on the map. And, and Justin Tarver, you've been on the map here, 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 making them connections. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a song with uh, Rapper Pool. I got uh, music with, uh, I don't know if many people know uh, Cardinal Official. He was like the main, he was like the, the, the only artist from Canada doing it back in the days, Cardinal Official. Got music with him. Um, we ended up getting a song featured on an unofficial uh, 50 Cent DVD back in the mm. days. And um, but all of these are were accomplishments along the way. But I, I always uh, taken hip hop as a personal thing. My first album was called Consider It Done. And uh, regardless where I, I, I felt like I've always been on a spiritual journey, trying to find myself and, mm -hmm. you know, pursuing truth and trying to find out what is, what's not. And mm -hmm. the most consistent thing that has ever been in my life is, uh, of course, life itself. But other than that, um, my music and it's helped me pretty much document my life and, and you know, um, you know, journal what I go through. And mm. then it allows me to, you know, like football, it allowed me to play the game and then watch the tape and study the film. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So um, an album that you might hear from years and years and years ago, I may not be there um, in, in mindset because that's where I was during that time. But I still can go back and listen to it and extract life lessons from it. Right. And uh, that's basically what all of my music, my music was about. It was always um, introspective. All of my music has always been introspective. So the In Love With Two Women came about because um, 
I met a young lady after I, you know, I went through a divorce, unfortunately, and then I met a young lady um, by the name of Salima, who we had a beautiful, a handsome young man son with, and um, unfortunately, she she died in a car accident. Mm. So uh, I had never in my life ever thought about loving uh, two women at the same time. I know this to society, that's like what? That's that's you know that's that's not accepted or you know that's different, but. I, I I named the um, album that because this album embodied my experience in trying to overcome, you know, um, that grief that I dealt with. Mm. I was still in love with her because you know when she died, I kept a journal, right? Right, and right. I ended up throwing my journal away because I didn't want to remember any of the negative things about her. Um, so as I, you know, continued to you know recover from that. All I thought of her was good memories and good things. And of course, I still love her to this day, but she's not here. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. Um, I tried to do, I tried to get into other relationships and um and love other women, but I couldn't. It just, it just mm. I, it was so it was so hard and so difficult to love another woman when, you know, I have a son with her and he's a reflection of the both of us, but he's definitely a, re- a reflection of her. And having her and, you know, in my psyche and remembering her mm-hmm. and then still trying to love another woman or trying to find, I, I can't find anyone to take her place. Of course not, you know, but this album in love with two women was the, the multiple attempts of me trying to love another woman while still loving her. And that kind of blocked everything else. Not like no matter what, even she's here, not like your true love was her. And yes. although she's gone, even though you're still trying to respect the person that you're with and dealing with, you still want to find a way to love the other person that you're actually yeah. with physical. But it's still like, I'm still here. And I think those women should respect that because they know like she's gone. They they understand the love that you have. I'm pretty sure you're a raw guy like me. So you didn't probably explain everything <laughs> in, a, in a blunt way, not hurting them, but like, look, Right, they should get it, but I know what you're saying. Like on a level, like it's still trying to say, I, I was because at the time when you when that happened, I'm thinking that you and the car said y'all still was together, y'all still was in love. So those yeah. type of just man hit you differently, I think, because like those unexpected. Now, if you know a person had cancer or whatever, Alzheimer's, you may say, and you hate to say that because I know my great grandma she had died of Alzheimer's. It makes you say like, well, you know it's coming, but you don't want to feel it, you don't want to hear it, right? But when them unexpected deaths happen, like the ones when people are healthy or they living good or they living all right, you ain't had no right. other health complications. It, it hits you different because like, yo, it, it makes you feel like you left me here on this earth and, right. I ain't, and, I'm, and I'm still in love with you, but you left me here and I know it wasn't any of her doing or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying yeah, this, yeah, I tell it, it, it hits you like a certain way, like it's, it's so unexpected. So how is that affecting you mentally now in relationships and still talking and at the same time, having you even put more music out? They kind of tell people how to endure this. Like this episode is sponsored by Victory Auto Sales, where they could give you either cash deals that you won't refuse, or they could get you a pretty good lender that can help you on financing a car. They are very, very dependable cars. Your everyday cars, or if you need a car just to go to work back and forth, save you you know, money on your luxury cars that you can drive on the weekends. These cars have great mechanics and people who are extremely, extremely dependent. With that being said, call them at 252-563-6411. 252-563-6411 or call them at 252-341-1644. 252-341-1644. 
and let them know that Ryan sent you. And he'll tell you everything that you need to have. And you will definitely get a discount that you definitely, again, will not refuse. You may don't have all the answers, but how would you tell a person to handle even a situation like that right now since you experienced it? Um, well, in a situation like that, of course, she died from a car accident. And, you know, I will say this. It took me a long time mm. to um, even begin to reason um, because I tried to, I tried to like, you know, if this wouldn't have happened, if I wouldn't have done that, if that wouldn't have happened, this wouldn't have happened, or mm. maybe she wouldn't have went out to get food, or, right. or maybe oh, she was you know, so that mm. that ha that happened. It's, it's denial. You first deny right the sequence of stuff. Yeah, so it's Ooh. like yo, and then you try to reason with like yo, if this wouldn't have happened, and, you know. So I, I went, I dealt with all of that, and um. The thing I can say is that we are in, we are imperfect humans. When it comes right. to an automobile death, we know that these are just machinery. These are things that you know cars break down. You know, um, on unfortunately that night it was raining. Um, the lady uh, crossed over to the middle, crossed over the lane, and hit her head on. It was a head on collision. So there was. Did that lady live? Did she? Yeah, live? she didn't live. She didn't live. And there were many things that factored into why that happened. And, and then my girlfriend, she wasn't wearing a seatbelt either. So mm. um, there was a lot of things, man, that, that really, really contributed to uh, that accident. Um, but I had to deal with it, man. Like, I had to, like, overcome it. And in and, and trying to move forward, um, I have my son this year. You know, because she almost uh, she almost had my son with her that night. Her mom convinced her to leave my son home. Um, mm. out, yeah, um, her mom convinced her to leave my son home because she was going out to get something to eat, and um, she she convinced her to let let him sleep and let him stay home. And she went out. So I do have my son here. I'm thankful for my son being here, um, and um, knowing that she's, I, I feel like she's in a better place in my heart. I I, I truly, I truly, truly you know, feel that in my heart. And, um, and, and I've tried to date, man. I have tried to date, but I will say this in trying to date someone. It will take some time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm still single now, man. It's been, well, it's been, it's been, it's been, uh, five years since she's been gone. I was in a relationship for three years. Um, but I let, I just let it, it we didn't end on a complete bad note. I just pretty much walked away. And I, I will say that the one thing, that um, enabled me to walk away was that I still had love for my son's mother, for my girlfriend. I, I, I felt like, because here's the thing, she's mm -hmm. not here. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, you know how some people say, WWJD, what would Jesus do? You know what I'm saying? Uh. So it's, I will say in many situations, and I have to stop doing this because she's gone. I, 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 her sister told me, she said, I think, I think she will she will really want you to move on because she 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 appeared to me in a dream and she told mm. me to fulfill my passion. That's one thing she told me. She said, fulfill your passions. And then uh, a month ago, a month ago, I found an email that I had not read from her. And it pretty much consisted of her saying, I know how passionate you are about your music. I know all this stuff. I know you really want to pursue it. And I know I've been kind of selfish, but I really do want you to succeed in your music. I just found this email a month ago, Ryan. This, wow. I mean, and, and, and then like I had timing, man, it hits you and yeah. stuff hits you, dreams and universe, stuff like that. You're right. Because I know the feeling like if 
what what you basically saying is, but go go ahead. Is like no matter what, if you love something, you love something. And ain't nobody right. can stop that. No human can stop. If you love this, either this is doing you wrong. If you love it, you love it. If this is right. doing good, you can't stop it. You know, right. love is love. You know, you can't stop what you love, you know. And that's what right. it is. If your situation is on level like, you know, I ain't gonna lie. You you making everybody on this show feel grateful about what they have. Cause right now, you know, I done told my girl all the time. I, if you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. And say, I love her every day. I tell her that 24 7. Yeah. I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna try to see if I can put 34 7 in it. So after this, yeah, I'm going back down and tell her, I love you. And don't yeah, you never forget that, you know. So <laughs> it's made me a, it's made me a better person, bro. Because I will say the next relationship that I get in, it's gonna uh, it's gonna uh I, I it's made me appreciate everything. That's the one of the reasons why I moved back home to Tarboro because mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if some of some of you know or if you know that my mom is uh, she's she's dealing with dementia right now mm. and, and you know you know how that kind of plays out. So I knew the time with me me with her would be somewhat limited. So I said I want to come home and, and spend some time with her and you know be here for my mom but I will say by losing my girlfriend it's made me appreciate what I have. It changed me as a person. Um, it made me uh, even love my music, love the, the things that I'm passionate about even more because at one point in time, I was focused on being this big star, this big, uh, you know, with all the money and the glamour and the glitz and the fame uh, that comes along with it. And now right. I think I've, I've, I've returned back to loving the, the, the art form, loving the ability to, um, express myself and loving how it makes me feel when I record a song and then listen to a song and then like, wow, I didn't know I said that, you know, it's, it's, it's such a wonderful thing, man. It's, it's like amazing to be able to create anything, you know, anything because the creator, you know, created all things we're created, you know what I'm saying? So as an artist and I studied fine arts um, in college, that was my major. So to be able to create something and, you know, all that's within you, you take all that's within you, uh, that's invested within you, and you put all that energy towards creating something and being able to examine it and look at it and admire it. Like, wow, yo, you gained so mm -hmm. much insight from it. So I've been doing it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, because my dad is a pastor. So, um, you know, many times my dad prepared messages for people and he preached to people. And I'm sure he he's, but he's the first partaker of what he's preparing to, you know, if he's encouraging somebody or, <clears throat> so, you know, like my music and my art is like what I create and I enjoy. It's some, it's some music that I, I don't release to people. It's some art that I don't share with people because I'm not sure if people are, will be open to, you know. Ah, uh, gotcha, you know, gotcha, you know, gotcha, that, gotcha. You know, to interpret what I'm saying, but I know. And it's guided me throughout my life and even some decisions and that I made that like, yo, how did I do that to avoid? And I avoided that, you know, or like, I don't know, man. Say sometimes beyond my, my comprehension, man. Um, but it has made me a better person. And 
I will say when I first lost her, um, I used to always think what she would say about the person I'm dating or what, how would her opinion would be about this person. Ooh, that person. I've gotten past that. So oh, it's boy. not like, I don't feel, I feel like her spirit has gone on and, you know, it's almost like she's not, she's not an interference anymore with who I'm dating. It's like, you know, I, I have to decide whether I pray about it or trust, you know, God to, 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 you know, you know, <laughs> you right, know what I'm right. saying? Like, like you, you know, it'll be like intuition and stuff like that. Cause like you're, you're, the, you were saying a few minutes ago, like, how did you avoid this? How do you avoid this? How do you make this? How do you overcome those obstacles and stuff like that? Sometimes your natural ability, your spiritual ability is aware of a lot of stuff. Everybody doesn't have the same gift or natural ability. Some people may depend on others to give them the natural ability. Some people just have it. Right. When I say natural ability, I think that's something that you, that you definitely have, man. You know, and um, a lot of people don't have that Thank natural you, ability that know. No problem, man. Uh, with that being said, hold on a second, man. As in, I'm about to uh, do another sponsor. At the Pure Technology Kills, 99.99% of COVID-19 in three minutes. Used by over 30 professional teams to help keep players safe and healthy. Remove other viruses and bacteria from the air. Technology used in operating rooms to keep the air and surfaces clean. Made really available to the general public. Unit can protect the 3,000 square feet per for gyms, indoor workout facilities, or just for you, or office, or small business. They also have a mobile unit you can take with you to use in a car or traveling. No other company has this technology developed for the NASA Space Shuttle program inducted to the Space Foundation Hall of Fame made readily available for the general public at affordable prices. It kills COVID-19, E. coli, strep throat, and many other viruses in the air on surfaces. Also clean, sanitize, and disinfects your spaces. Protect your players, family, and friends by adding active pure technology to your spaces. Contact 689 8900 689 8900 Also, email them at USAAsia at online trade at gmail.com. USAAsia at online trade at gmail.com. And use the promo code RAWMIND for a 10% discount. I repeat, use the promo code RAWMIND for a 10% discount on this product. So um, yeah, we can go back into that, man. If if anything else, man, you know, I want people to um know where you're at, where to find you, uh, put all your links down, anything you need to um get out. The floor is yours again. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, my website is usually where I put a lot of stuff, my merchandise, my music. Um, is uh, www.nov the number three j dot com. And I can also be found on Instagram at um, at N-O-V, the number three, J. Um, and also on Facebook is uh, TJ McGuire. And, um, oh, how, how, how nice of you to use that. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. But um, I've been, you know, the one thing I've, I've really been valuing and um, investing a lot of my time in is um, being a father, man. Like, um, that's, that's one of my most prized, uh, roles in life right now mm -hmm. is, is being a father to my children. Um, you know, I still have two children that lives in Winston-Salem. I don't see them a lot. So I've been really focusing on like re, um, reconnecting with them and being a major part of their lives. Uh, I got my son Zaire living with me here in Tarboro. And, um, you know, I built a studio in my parents' backyard to give me some creative, you know, a creative space mm -hmm. and um, been working with uh, Zachary Anderson. Um, uh, we, we 
put together a production team called String Beans. And um, that, of course, because I produce and then he plays the strings. So that's something that we've been working on. Um, hopefully that does well. But for the most part, man, um, I used to focus so much on getting signed and making it on TV. And, you know, because it's so it's so enticing when you turn on, the you know, the, the videos now, man, all the young guys, man, that's doing it, the music, man, they got all the jewelry on. And, mm -hmm. But I know that wasn't what attracted me to to the art form. But that's a byproduct of it for, you right, know, for, right. for those who are successful. So I've fallen, I've fallen back in love. Well, I can say fallen in love. I, I reconnected with the love of the art form of being able to, um, you know, talk about, you know, what I talk about. Now, in my, this, right. stage of, this stage of my life, um, um, like I said, I've been single for two years. And I, I realized that my target audience will, will most like... My target, I really have a, 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 a wide range of listeners. Right. But, uh, a lot of my music do talk about the lessons I've learned through, um, through you know, being in, you know, engaged with a woman, loving a woman, how to treat a woman, because those are the lessons that I've learned. Those are the things that, I, that I've learned from losing someone and, oh, oh, how I would do it different now and what I plan to do and mm -hmm. things that I've learned from that. So um, that's where my heart is, you know, um, some may call me a ladies' man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh boy. You know, but they are like women. This is, a, this is a, a fact, a statistical fact that women do buy music more than, than us, us men. Or mm. they, stream, they stream music. They support music. They listen, you know. And with, with that being said, I wouldn't be biased to, to to cater to a woman because that's where I'm at in my life. So a lot of my music do cater to um, to to uh, to women and men who consider themselves, you know, a, a hopeless romantic. I, I, I don't like to call myself hopeless, but, you know, a romantic, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at right now, man. And focusing on raising these, you know, rearing these kids, making sure they, they're the best they could possibly be, you know, contributing to their well-being. Man, oh man, you heard it. He dropped raw thoughts on Raw Mind Sports today, TJ McGuire, a.k.a. Nove. With that being said, you guys have a great day, great night, great morning, whatever time you listen to this.